This is Central Carolina Journal, a program that highlights events, programs, and slices of life happening throughout our communities. I'm Katarina Medina. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we are going to turn our attention to spring. The season has officially changed now, and later in the show, we will be talking about a great spring event you can take part in that will help make things nice and clean. But to start off our broadcast, we're going to focus on upcoming events that the students of Central Carolina Community College may want to keep in mind. Many things are happening that offer a bit of fun and also an opportunity for students to serve. Deja McLean gets us up to date on all of these offerings. I know that in this episode of The Journal, we are going to be talking about spring cleaning. But spring isn't just about getting work done. It's also about getting out of our hibernation habitats and enjoying the newness of longer and warmer days. So, in the middle of finishing up our semester duties, it's okay to stop and smell the roses or the pollen or whatever. Here's what I'm saying. Get out of the classroom. Enjoy a day of fun and activities with the rest of the Cougar Nation at this year's Spring Fling. The theme is Flower Power, and there will be all sorts of activities to enjoy, including tie-dye t-shirts, face painting, the chance to stuff a plush animal, and of course, food. Mark your calendars for April 13th at the Chatham Main Campus, April 18th at the Harnett Main Campus, or April 26th at the Lee Main Campus. Spring is also a good time to think about your role in the CCCC college community. Maybe you have some good ideas for the college, for administration, for the betterment of student life. If that is you, you may want to consider running for a position in the SGA, the Student Government Association. Several positions are going to be on the ballot, president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, and several representatives that cover various student populations. Applications to run for office are being accepted through April 19th. Once your candidacy is approved, you will be able to campaign for your office between April 24th and May 5th. Elections will be held on May 5th, and the elected board will be announced on May 10th. Information about recruitment for the executive board can be found via email to Katie Jones, the Student Activities Coordinator at kdjones at cccc.edu. Remember, applications to become a candidate are due by April 19th. Finally, it may be hard to imagine, but the end of spring semester is only one month away. The last week of classes can be stressful and hectic. And as long as you plan wisely, it's okay to take a breather before that last exam or project is due. A time to take a break will be provided on each campus called the Exam Cram. This will be happening on May 2nd at the Chatham Campus outside Building 42, on May 3rd at the Lee Campus Library, and on May 4th at the Harnett Campus Library. Come by between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. each day and let off a little steam. Oh, it's time for me to go. I have to get a little spring cleaning done myself. I see a big pile of dust right over there. Oh, wait, that's not dust. That's pollen. Ugh, I'm beginning to hate the color yellow. Anyway, see you around. Thanks, Deja. Now, we turn our attention to spring cleaning. Spring has sprung, after all. For many, tidying up this time of year is ritualistic. We want to make our houses look neat, fresh, and clutter-free. Well, Harnett County as a whole is doing this, too. 
through with the initiative that they call Keep Harnet Beautiful. Fred Brucker sat down with Morgan Pope, who coordinates KHB's efforts and not only shares the importance of a clean Harnet County, but also how you can get involved. So Morgan, let's talk about Keep Harnet Beautiful. How did this initiative come about? So Keep Harnet Beautiful has actually been around for quite a while now. We're more of a spinoff focusing on local little prevention and cleanups of the Keep America Beautiful. Um, Keep America Beautiful was formed in 1953 um, when a group of corporate and civic leaders met in New York to bring the public and private sectors together to develop and promote the idea of national cleanliness and litter prevention. Well, that's interesting. Now, as far as the local chapter here and what you all are doing, it's not just the the county government and Harnet Soil and Water, which is the group that you're a part of, but there's a lot of other groups that are kind of banding together to make this happen. Isn't that correct? Yes. So we partner with the Harnet County government, obviously, and our commissioners are super on board. They're very excited to see this initiative take off. The Harnett County Solid Waste Department, they are able to help us work with local landowners and people that decide to participate in the sweeps and to be able to drop things off at the different convenient sites and things like that. And then again, I'm Harnett Soil and Water Conservation District, so we focus primarily on the education um, of how it affects our water quality and our soil health. Um, and we also partner with NCDOT. They host litter sweeps throughout the year as well as us. We try to coordinate with them so that they can come out and pick up the trash after our citizens have done a sweep and leave the full trash bags on the side of the road. They're super happy to come out and work with us. They've been a phenomenal partnership. And we also have the Harnett County Sheriff's Office with our environmental officer as well. Okay, so a lot of people involved here, and it seems like with that many entities that are interested in this, that it must be somewhat of an issue that obviously it demands that much attention. How much of an issue is litter in Harnett County? So unfortunately, litter in Harnett County is a huge issue. Um, We have certain roads that people continuously call us about throughout the county to complain of illegal dumping or that it's just really, really trashy. So um, we try to get a group of citizens out there. We do rely heavily on our citizens. Uh, Try to get those guys out there to help clean up those roads as well. But I'm starting to see that I'm receiving phone calls multiple times a week from multiple different people for the same exact road. Again, back to our sheriff's department and our sheriff's office, they, our environmental officer, he's able to, you know, kind of follow up with things like that and focus on illegal dumping. Hopefully, Keep Harnet Beautiful can make some improvements as we educate citizens about the negative impacts of litter. We were talking before we started the recording, and I was trying to be kind of funny and ask what some of the more interesting things that you have found out there on the roadways. And it is amazing how you'll find a random mattress or piece of furniture or or, or something else that's out there on the roadways, along with just people tossing out their takeout wrappers and whatever else. I have noticed, though, that it does seem like maybe, you know, maybe this is a direct result of uh, initiatives like Keep Harnet Beautiful. It doesn't seem as though, at least to my eyes, that things are quite as dirty as like other places that I've been. I've told you that I've grown up in the Northeast and seen all sorts of different items out on the roadways and strewn out and just kind of making things look like a pig pen. But there is this aspect that 
it does seem like there are enough of people that care about our environment here locally. It's truth in advertising. It's that ability to keep things looking nice and beautiful, which, again, it seems like initiatives like this were really, really helping that cause to be true. Absolutely. But let's talk about why we should care about littering besides just the looks and the aesthetics of things. What are some of the impacts of littering? So I will go back to this time last year, which is really when I kind of took over this and was handed down this and, you know, was told to make something of it. A year ago, our spring litter sweep, I will actually go out and start by saying that it runs April 1st through April 29th of this year. So coming up here soon. Um, Last year, we ran our sweep in spring from March 28th to April 23rd. We had a total of 207 volunteers from our county and citizens, employees of Harnett County, different things like that. And with those 207 volunteers, we were able to acquire about approximately 463 total full trash bags. We cleaned up 37 different roads, and I had about 43 different groups, I would say. So they might have been a onesie or a twosie, or they might have been 10 or 12 people. And we also cleaned up over 275 tires and other large items, such as mattresses and things like that. And that was just in that month. Well, that's great and also somewhat concerning. You know, again, mentioning some of the things that are left out and people just kind of toss off on the side of the road or off the uh, embankment or whatever. Do you have any goals or benchmarks for this year? So this year, we obviously hope to see more citizens reach out. Like I stated previously, we do rely heavily on our citizens to reach out to us and, you know, just kind of clean up their own yards. But our main goal for Keep Harnet Beautiful is to raise the awareness for our citizens um, and help people understand the negative effects that littering has on our water quality as well as our soil health here. Um, Not just here, actually, in our county, but, you know, statewide. We're fortunate to have a a diverse array um, of natural resources here in our county. We try to maintain and enjoy our environment as much as possible. We live here, so why not make it beautiful? Um, And the economic development part of it is really where we're working towards now to attract more businesses and, you know, locals and things so that they are able to have a beautiful county to reside in with their business. The dirtier it is, for lack of better words, um, the less curb appeal, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, it's just dirty. We. Just dirty. You know, you mentioned the economic development aspect of it, and I would think that that's something that would very much be more on the radar these days with, you know, growth coming in from the north, from Wade County, even to a certain extent from Cumberland County and Fort Bragg area and all that. Harnett is growing in its population, and there is an emphasis on development of the area from uh, not just a residential standpoint, but from a business standpoint. Is there been thought given to uh, how that increased population uh, may impact some of these initiatives like trying to keep things nice and clean? So that's a tough one to speak on. Um, We do see, you know, the more houses and the more subdivisions and things that do come into our county, we see a lot of construction debris, which can cause, you know, quite of an issue. Um, with our construction crews not cleaning up like they're supposed to. But I can't necessarily speak 
and say that, you know, people moving here is the problem. It's actually more people since COVID. I despise using COVID as an excuse for anything. Um, But during COVID, our restaurants were shut down. Uh, People weren't being able to go out and eat and, and sit and enjoy a meal. It was all takeout. And when they get finished with their cheeseburger or, you know, something like that, they just tend to throw it out. And this just a custom of habit, I guess. And we really treat, need to try to break that habit. We see the majority of beer bottles, beer cans, and plastic food wrappers, containers, throwaway bags, things like that, that, that we mainly see on our roads. You know, you also mentioned the environmental impact and in particular things like uh, some of our natural resources, our water in particular. And I know that uh, Harnett Regional Water lets out some of its uh, resources and availability to places outside of the county as well. So, yes. so in an aspect, when we're looking at this, this is, yes, it's, it's about keeping Harnett beautiful, but it has impacts outside our area as well. Exactly. Um, we all live in a watershed. Um, if you're not familiar with a watershed, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we can do some education and things like that at Soil and Water Conservation District. I would say our solid waste, or not solid waste, I'm sorry, our water department, Harnett Regional Water, the Cape Fear River runs directly through our county. The Cape Fear River is what we really need to focus on because here in Harnett County, having that natural resource, we are able to provide water to our surrounding counties, such as Wake County and you know other counties like that. Um, we're able to pump water from our facilities to them. If we're giving them dirty water or, you know, unhealthy water, they're not going to be happy with us very much. At least I wouldn't if I was Mm -hmm. drinking water and it was brown. Harnett Regional Water does a fantastic job over there. They're all great. All right. So let's take a look at the initiative itself and uh, some of the things that have happened in the past. Can you share any stories of things that happened, you know, maybe last year or in previous years, some stories of impacts that different volunteers have had in this experience of uh, working with Keep Hunted Beautiful or perhaps things that, uh, you know, just some unique stories that you might be able to share? Hmm. Um, one of my favorite stories is I had an elderly couple um, from the northeast part of the county reach out to me um, and said that they were experiencing a lot of issues with people throwing things out around their house and um, in their yards. So they reached out to me, came over. We had a good conversation. Picked, they picked up some trash bags from me, some vests, as well as the picker-uppers. They would drive their golf cart up and down the road. I actually was a, I drove that way one day on my way to visit some friends. And they were out there on their golf cart picking up litter. And she called me the next week and told me that she had a, I guess, teenager drive by while they were picking up litter. And he stopped to help them. Mm. Um, And that right there really, really hit home to my heart. Um, Elderly people, they're the ones that are also noticing, you know, how the ones that have been in Harnett County their whole lives, they're noticing the effects that it really is taking place. And for a young child to stop or young adult to stop and see that an elderly couple was out there making an impact that just you know gave me warm feelings i just was really excited for that well it, you know care and compassion they are contagious if people see the example then it yes it may motivate them themselves yes and you know maybe someone's listening to the broadcast and thinking who i should take part in this i can offer some time some resources let's talk about who can participate So we typically focus on adults. 
for who can participate, um, only for safety reasons, safety concerns, and things like that. But really, anyone can volunteer. Like I stated, safety is always a concern with roadside pickups. And um, if we get requests from student groups, things like that, um, we try to find an appropriate way for them to be involved, kind of maybe put them on a lesser traveled area road, um, have them clean up around their school or their churches or things like that. So if there's anybody out there listening with the Rotary, Kiwanas, any community groups, sports teams, realtors, really anybody that would like to come out and volunteer, we always have those things available at our office. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this and some of the logistics, but uh, if someone is interested and wants to get more information, what's the best way for them to do that? So they can contact me at mpope.com. P-O-P-E at harnet.org, or they can shoot a phone call or a text message over to me as well, and that phone number is 910-514-2054. Like I said, shoot a text. If that's easier or a call, we'll answer you. All right, great. We'll give that information again at the end of the broadcast. We were talking about uh, who can participate and, uh, of course, how they can sign up and uh, try to become part of a team. Uh, what are teams provided with? Do, do they need to bring their own trash bag, their own trucks? <laughs> Absolutely not. So what we kind of, we have vests, picker-uppers, as well as trash bags for citizens of Harnett County to utilize. Once they're done with the trash and they have a full trash bag, they can just tie it up, leave it right there as long as it's out of the roadway, but still kind of on the DOT embankment is what I like to call it. Um, As long as it's out there and DOT will be more than happy to come pick it up. And then once you've completed the sweep, you'll just contact me again. Let me know what road that you left the full bags on. Have a phone number for DOT. I'll get them out there as soon as they're available to pick up the trash. And then the vests and the picker-uppers can just be returned right back to me. Now, we should probably mention at this point uh, that this is a separate initiative from probably one of the more popular things in litter control is those signs where you can adopt a highway or adopt a street. And that is that is strictly DOT, isn't it? Uh, correct. That okay. is strictly DOT. If anybody has any questions or concerns about that, they can always still reach out to me and or DOT, um, and we can get them hooked up with somebody that can help them adopt a highway if that's the route they choose. But this particular initiative, and we're gearing up for the spring one right now, yes, and it's sir. pretty much the month of April, the 1st through the 29th. Yes, sir. Um, but this is not the only time of year that you do it, correct? Right. We try to host two like large litter sweeps each year. We do one in the spring, one in the fall. Actually, any time is a great time to be outside, in my opinion. And if you're going to be outside, you know, trying to get healthy, walk in, whatever, take a picker up or in a trash bag with you. Help clean up. Now, you know, that's true because litter knows no season. Exactly. It's always there. So might as well pick it up. Litter is defined as waste products um, that have not been discarded properly. Littered endangers our environment, our wildlife, and our economy. Litter it pollutes our neighborhoods, decreases property values, and destroys our county's natural beauty. We do have a large variety of natural resources here in our county, and we, we try to protect those as well as possible. Um, as litter breaks down and decomposes, chemicals and microparticles are released, and these chemicals can become harmful for our environment. Uh, They can cause a number of problems. For an example, cigarette butts. Cigarette butts is the number one pollutant that we tend to find. And they contain chemicals such as arsenic and formaldehyde. 
these poisons can make their way into our soil and our fresh water sources, which obviously negatively impacts both humans and animals. I would say plastic litter is the most common killer of our animals and marine animals as well. They're the ones notably most affected by it. Thousands and thousands of dolphins, fish, turtles, whales, they they each year drowned or die after ingesting plastic. Some people wonder why why should we worry about the ocean? We're not a coastal county, but again, we all live in a watershed and our Cape Fear River runs directly into our ocean. So if we're polluting it here, it's carrying it downstream and everybody loves a good beach trip. Oh, yeah. So it's carrying it downstream and just ruining our beaches and they're becoming more and more littered as we speak. And, you know, that's interesting because uh, being part of the the soil and water department, uh, one of the things that you guys focus on is uh, some of the agricultural aspects of what happens here in our county. Uh, Can you speak a little bit to that piece, Uh, even though, yes, we do have more people moving in and the farmland seems to be slowly being taken away, but there's still a lot of agriculture going on here in Harnett. Correct. Um, here in Harnett, we have large productions, commercial farmers with soybeans, sweet potatoes, cotton, coin, uh, corn, sorry, and tobacco. Um, our farmers do tend to have you know, some issues with littering. If something was to get into their field that they use, let's say hay. So if litter is to get into their hay fields and they go out there and you know, bundle that up, roll it up, and feed it to their animals, those animals are also digesting mm-hmm. the litter as well, which can be harmful and damaging to livestock as well as the soil health that they use to produce their crops. So, you know, maybe sometimes you kind of have to hit the issue from a different angle. You know, who cares if things are ugly? Water, well, I can go buy bottled water. But, you know, if if it's going to impact our, you know, collard greens and our bacon, you know, then we we have to worry about that now. Um, As we kind of wrap things up here, as we're looking at trying to clean up our our space, and and this is a countywide initiative, as you mentioned, any adult adult group can join. If there if there are youngsters, there are some provisions for that. We want to make sure that they're safe. Uh, you've said that the, you provide the safety vests and and the bags, and you just need the people to exactly. come and show up. Just need the people. Um, this is we live here. This is our county. We should take pride in where we live and also try to just take care of our natural resources again um i love any and all people to volunteer that would like to but like i said we do primarily focus on adults because of the safety reasons Mm -hmm. so let's give the details of it again the the dates uh the contact information and uh anything else that uh basically give you the final word Okay. Um, So again, my name is Morgan Pope, and I work for our Hornet Soil and Water Conservation District. You can pick up supplies such as picker-uppers, vests, and trash bags at our office Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. We are located at 126 Alexander Drive. And that's in Lillington, right behind the courthouse. It's not hard to miss. We're in the agricultural building. We are Suite 200. Um, I can always be reached by email at mpope, P-O-P-E, 
at harnet.org or a phone call or text away at 910-514-2054. Keep Harnet Beautiful runs through April 29th and invites you and your organization to participate in litter cleanup efforts throughout Harnet County. All necessary materials are provided for volunteer groups to do the necessary work. Further information can be found by phone at 910-514-2054. On the web, they can be found at www.harnet.org waste. From there, click on Keep Harnet Beautiful. You can also follow their efforts on social media at facebook.com slash keepharnetbeautiful. That's going to do it for this edition of Central Carolina Journal. To hear past episodes, visit www.883wuaw.com slash ccj or search WUAW on your favorite podcast app. If you want to listen to this podcast again, simply search for episode 23-06. And if you have an idea for a future episode, please give us a call at 910-814-8830 or email us at wuaw at cccc.edu. Central Carolina Journal is a public affairs presentation of Central Carolina Community College and its radio stations 90.5 WDCC and 88.3 WUAW. I'm Katarina Medina. Thanks for listening. I gave the broadcasting students at Central Carolina Community College an assignment to interview each other, and they were allowed to be honest with each other. Here are some of the results, and I was honestly surprised. I was just looking at stuff that the school provides, and I was like, oh, there's a broadcast production. And so I just clicked on it, and I was like, wow, this looks like a dream, you know, because I saw the studio a little bit, and I'm like, holy cow, that's something I've wanted to do, you know, and it just awakened something in me. I was like, wow, I, I got to do this. It's an amazing program with an amazing group of people, and there's a lot of good technical knowledge to learn from this, from both hardware and software. You get to learn a lot of interesting ways to handle things, and this entire program has a bunch of different elements that could be helpful in a bunch of different fields. There's a lot of good options around. I mean, people can help you financially. And if you feel like that's your concern, there's a huge support system at the community college. It seems like everyone here always was willing to help. So when I first started off, I could definitely say from high school to college, it's a big transition. Here at college, you soon learn, hey, it's all you. You're responsible for the work. And it is a lot of work. Don't be wrong. There's some times where you get a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. You get a little overwhelmed. We have to work in group projects. We have like a little creative disagreement. Mm -hmm. Like you just, you learn to get over that and you come back in because at the end of the day, everyone's here to learn and gain knowledge to go on out into the world and do whatever they want to do. So you kind of have to like help each other out and just be supportive of one another and just keep going with it. Oh, I love it. I've made a bunch of friends here. I love the instructors. The teachers have been amazing. Here, it feels like almost immediately I kind of felt at home with the teachers. It's just felt like a much more home kind of atmosphere and all the students have been much more welcoming. It feels like Central has a lot of room for discussion in a lot of their classes. There will be some times where you might be a little fearful or a little intimidated by the equipment, but don't be. Your instructors are here to guide you, to help you. Your classmates will jump in and help you. It will be a great experience. There's many great opportunities here. You know, just last year, I got to get an experience of what it was like to be a news anchor, reporting in the studio and stuff, and now getting that podcasting radio setting. They have great studios for radio, and they have a, a television studio 
for TV. I feel like if I were to go into broadcasting, I could be doing something that I love to do. Never feel like I'm actually on the clock. And then I'll just be working and having fun at the same exact time. People don't realize that this program is very broad. You can mm-hmm. do so many different things. For me, I want to be a TV producer and a writer. Ron, wherever he just went, <laughs> he wants to be a director. Uh, okay. Zach wants to be a videographer. So like, you can do so many different things just by this one program. But you still learn a little bit from each. And I think that's really important. I want to really develop my podcast between me and my husband. We have a podcast. Hopefully everything that I've been learning here is really going to help me develop that podcast and push it out for all the world to hear. So all the stuff I've been learning about editing, equipment, how to record, everything has been like spot on. Everyone deserves to do what they want to do. You know, if you're on the fence about it and you're willing to take a shot in the dark, I think it is a good chance to take. If you like content creation or just anything that has to deal with media, this would be a really good program for you. Do it. Do it. It's so much fun. I really enjoy it, and I don't think I've heard a negative testimonial from someone regarding this course. So there it is. From the students themselves, this is the experience that they have in the Broadcasting Production Technology Program at Central Carolina Community College. Now, there are a few things they did not mention, like that there are one-year certificate and diploma programs in audio and in video, including a certificate in podcasting, in addition to the two-year associate's degree covering both audio and video. There's the opportunity to have student content shared on the college's TV and radio stations, and that the equipment used in the classes is on par with what will be found in professional environments. Information on broadcasting production technology is available on the web at www.cccc.edu forward slash broadcasting and my phone at 919-718-7257. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, just me playing video games.